0: We're the Nata Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nata Grande Outdoors Podcast where we hunt, hunt it forward. forward.
1: <laughs> Cue the deer. <laughs> Welcome to another week of the Nata Grande Outdoors Podcast. Cheers, babe. Cheers, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Something that we do a lot in life. Um, we quote movies a lot. A lot, 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 lot. Kind of comes lot, to lot. me naturally.
0: Um, right. My mom, I don't know if I've told this story before or, or this piece of information, but um, my mom is notorious for being able to come up with a song based on any kind of even a phrase or even just a single word like, you know, you'll say something and she'll pop off with some song that either starts with that word or has that word in it or, or a phrase or something like that. And so I think I can thank her for that. It's typically cued, you know, it is. Um, Yeah. 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 You know,
1: there's something said or done Mm -hmm. or something. And then it just brings to mind, uh, uh, funny movie quote, yeah. and then there it goes. But I don't think we do it a ton on the podcast.
0: No. Well, I don't think we do it a ton on the podcast, other than just in passing. Yeah, just the occasional clip and, here and there. And, you know, I mean, that's how it is in life. I mean, our wives are used to it, because we do it all the time. Yeah. Um, and they'll say, what movie is that from? But if you didn't <laughs> if you didn't know, it would what? just seem like a random piece of information within the conversation. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, and so maybe we do it, and it's and just, just part know. of how people understand us to talk. Yeah, it. You and I get it.
1: Yeah, yeah, we do. I've, I've actually, I've actually had my wife. I've actually just been random conversation, um, not making any quotes. Just you know, original Rodney Wood opinion. Um, weighed all the facts, <laughs> <laughs> sorted what you couldn't <laughs> prove, <laughs> right? Um, and 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 she's asked me, "What movie is that from?" Um, the Life and Times of Rodney Wood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've had that happen on numerous occasions right? myself. Yeah. What movie is that from? Uh, that one's actually an original. That, that one's, that one's all, mine. All me, baby. That one's mine. <laughs> Occasionally, I come up with some gems, right? So. The rare occasion. Um, what do we start with? Um, well, so this past week I've been in a in a training, um, just getting basic firefighter firefighter training. Uh, joined the local volunteer fire department, uh, and so as as we started through that training, is what brings this topic to mind. Um, it's more involved than just that, but as we started through that training, there was some really basic stuff that we were talking about, like weather and how in different terrain features, the weather behaves differently mm-hmm. and the difference between downslope excuse me between downslope winds and down valley winds and vice versa upslope winds and up valley winds and when that happens and when a weather front comes through, what actually happens? With the winds and and fire behavior and all that stuff. And there was actually more than a few people in the class who had a lot of questions about that and just didn't fully grasp the the basics of those weather patterns Mm -hmm. and the terrain features and the nomenclature of everything. And it got me to thinking about how lucky I am as a hunter – to have grown, well, not, only, not just as a hunter, but having grown up in the agricultural world and being outdoors, I knew most of that stuff. And I yeah. knew, it, knew it intimately without knowing I knew it intimately. You mm-hmm. know, it, I take it for granted. I take, you know, of course that's a downslope wind. And of course, you know, that's what happens in the evenings because cold air falls. You know, it's denser than warm mm-hmm. air. And so it... Rushes to the bottom of the canyon in the evening. Yep. In the morning, the air heats up and so it rises. And so you have upslope winds in the morning in general. You know, you, sure. have, you have some anomalies here and there, but those thermals, exactly. And uh, I think we take for granted the fact that as hunters, anglers, trappers, outdoor people have a lot of life skills that translate into other parts of our life that that we don't even think about on a day to day. Yeah, there and there's the list just goes on and on. We'll talk about a few of those things today. Um which is which is important for the fact that um you know what we're doing with hunt it forward, what they're trying what they're they do, I'm not going to say trying to do what they do with Hunter education, what they do with getting hunting in schools and things like that. I think it's very important because um, oftentimes we just think of it as we're trying to get new hunters into the sport. But really, what you're doing is giving them a leg up in life. You're giving them life Life skills. skills. And there's all kinds of them. And it ties into um, a podcast that we did with our wives previously where we talked about choosing camping over sports, while while both, you know, they're not really comparative in in as far as being equal. You know, ca- camping's not really a team sport, but it is kind of when we do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you have to camping learn to has together. some life skills. Yeah. That, well, know, it has as, uh, way, not, not that, way more than sports. Not that sports doesn't. Yeah. I think there's just the potential to be impactful way more with camping and being outdoors and and all and learning everything that there, that there is to learn outdoors. And it's a, it's an ongoing thing. I'm not going to pretend to say, I know that the learning stops within the sports world, but there's pretty much when you get to the top, Yeah, you know,
1: you know, and and one thing about sports, sports, most sports are a young man's game. Yeah, um, and and that's that's just a fact. I mean, and that's that's another great point. I grew up rodeoing. Yeah, you know, young man's game, very very (laughs) young man's game. Um, and camping, hunting. Mm. This is something that you can do, you know, with your kids, 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 kids
0: kind of deal. Well, um, yeah, and and traditionally when you look at when you look at the old timers, mm-hmm. um, that's where you go to for the wealth of knowledge because they've been doing it their whole right, life.
1: Right. <laughs> Devil's advocate a little bit here. <laughs> so you're you're 100% right. And and the the knowledge that they have is is invaluable. Um, but we've also preached on this podcast about trust, but verifying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I, I just, I just find that there. I find that kind of funny, you know, cause, but you're, I mean, you're absolutely right. That's, you know, we, we get the basics. Um, uh, that's where we get it. That's where we learn. That's where we start. And then we, when we, when we get out of there, get out and start doing it on our own. Um, that's when we fine tune everything. Um, but but yeah i mean that's where it all starts it starts yeah. it starts with your father's uncle's grandparents um they're the they're the ones that bring us in for the most part uh the vast majority of hunters and i can say that i'm pretty sure without having to look up any statistics uh the vast majority of hunters become hunters through family
0: yeah yeah that's that's pretty easily um, verified yeah, yeah. Uh, and not really necessary too. i think it's correct pretty, pretty correct so um i mean let's kind of let's kind of get into at least what we think are some of the life skills that you that you gained from hunting i don't i mean i don't like we got to enumerate them but i think there are certain ones that are actually pretty yeah. stand pretty stand out yeah there's some
1: of them that are just that are there's, there's some that are situational yeah. that, that are useful in specific situations. Right. Right? Um, like navigational skills. Yeah. All right? That can be a semi-everyday thing. You know, I, I know that if you're dealing with people, if you're talking with people that are outdoors a lot, um, be it hunting, camping, just working outdoors – um, and you ask them for directions you're going to get well you go north yeah you, you, you turn east you head back north kind of directions right um, if you ask directions in say uh metropolitan area yeah they're going to say yeah turn left you take turn straight right. yeah take you take this you street t- you
0: take uh Paseo del Norte, right uh, Right. until exit something or another, and you take a right, turn turn left at the Burger King, and if you get
1: to KFC, you went too far. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that you know, and that's not a knock, but that's just you know, it's a skill that we take for granted. um, That that you learn being outdoors, you learn you learn how to um, tell which direction you're going by the sun. By the yeah. mountains, by your your topographical yeah. features, and that's
0: that's where I was going to go into was was there's the general knowledge of knowing that the sun comes up in the east, goes down in the west. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter where you're at, you can orient yourself via that method. Mm-hmm. But then you also have your regional stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, for example, um, for the I mean for for where I live. Uh, I have the the mountains on the west side of me, mm-hmm. and so I know if the mountains are on my left side I'm headed north the mountains are on my east or my right side I'm headed south mm-hmm. um you got the flip flop of that for people on the other side or like in Utah on the Wasatch front it was mm-hmm. the opposite right side you're headed north left side you're headed south so it's it's There's very a, regional you get down into Dallas and n- mm, nothing nothing yeah <laughs> so uh If you can see Texas Stadium, (laughs) you're you're in the
1: wrong state. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, golf. Mm -hmm. You know, we we play golf on occasion. Um, I know, being here, um, if you're putting, everything slopes away from the mountains. Yeah. It's just the way the ground slopes. Uh, I I get that from being in the mountains. I know them everything. If 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 I'm east of Cloudcroft, everything's dropping off to the east. Yeah. But if I'm west of Cloudcroft, everything's dropping off to the west. It's you just you learn that stuff, and you don't you don't really know that you know it. Oh, it's it's just that subconscious,
0: yeah, subconscious kind of instinct type thing. Um, and so like you were talking about, you have those really kind of. Situation specific types of skills like navigation, but then you also have those overarching general skills that are going to help you every in day, everyday life, mm-hmm. um, organization. Uh, I mean, if you do it like we do it, yeah. planning, logistics, um, stuff like that. That that's just everyday skills. Mm-hmm. You know, being organized in in how you approach the day, um, having your week planned out you know when you've got a family you know we're sitting here in your house and you've got a calendar on the wall it's got kind of not not just a, ca- a monthly calendar but a weekly calendar and it's kind mm-hmm. of got stuff written down and that's those organizational skills mm-hmm. and um, the planning thrown in there um,
1: yep. yeah so. and you know and it's not we're like it's not like you just get these skills from hunting Mm-mm. or you get these skills from everyday life but hunting is a good hunting camping just outdoors in general is a good way to hone these skills absolutely to to perfect them yeah and put them in use and and just like you know just like a a good knife if you don't sharpen it it's just a hunk of metal yeah you know and so that's what that's what hunting and camping is is it's it's a way to hone your skills yeah um for some it's a way to test yourself Mm -hmm. it's a way to push yourself beyond what you believe is possible. And for some, it's just a way to relax. Um, and that in itself is a skill. Um, just being able
0: to relax and Mm -hmm. let everything go. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, in talking about uh, testing yourself and, and honing your skills, some things that, that kind of really can be hunt specific or come from hunting Are things like situational awareness, critical thinking? Mm -hmm. Because if you're out there on a stock, and you know you're stalking in, and your senses are heightened, you're Mm -hmm. being really focused, paying attention to where you're setting your feet, and all of a sudden you get a wind shift.
1: Mm -hmm. You got to
0: notice it. You got to notice that, or Mm -hmm. you're going to blow that stock. And you got to, at that time, you know. You have got to assess the situation, make an observation that that wind has shifted, um, figure out what your options are from there, make a decision of what you're going to do next, and then evaluate that, mm-hmm. um, evaluate that going forward, and then you're just back into that situa- situational awareness loop where and, you're always doing that. And it's and it's a whole it's a whole puzzle. I mean, like you bring up the wind, and it's
1: it's. Um, you know, when you're on a stock and you got that, you know, you've got into position to where you've got the wind in your favor and, and then you get out there and maybe you don't have the cover to go that direction. So you've got to decide, okay, well, I need to move over here to where I've got a little bit more cover. The wind isn't exactly perfect, but it's still good enough to get me there. Um, and then you, you, the awareness of your surroundings becomes extremely heightened you know, so you're you're sharpening your skills, your your eyesight, your your hearing, um, touch, because like you said, you feel that wind, and and then just your instincts of you know what do I do and where do I go and patience. Mm-hmm. Patience is a real big one. Oh yeah. Um,
0: many many a hunter have learned you, that lesson. You can
1: learn some serious patience sitting behind the glass
0: too, not being on the stock. <laughs> Well, and and so here's 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 another another um, one. I was just thinking about you were telling the story a little bit earlier, but um, just straight up humility. Mm-hmm. We were on that hunt up in Two B and had a really nice buck on camera mm-hmm. coming into a water hole, and we set up on that water hole. Me on one side of it, you on the other side of it. Wind was perfect for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we had him patterned where he when he was coming in Mm -hmm. about four o'clock in the afternoon he was coming in and you actually i never got i never got to see that buck you actually saw that buck
1: well i saw that buck when i was there by myself though
0: oh right yeah 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 yeah
1: Yeah, the the time that you were with me that we We had all the does coming yeah yeah, yeah. he didn't he didn't come in that evening um, but you'd gone back but yeah i went i went back a couple of days later um and you were you were further um down the drainage, down the drainage and i went all, all the way up and and set up in a different spot and it's so it's funny because we set up that one evening uh-huh. and we were in a good spot um but something just wasn't perfect with it for me yeah and so the next evening it, as we were sitting there that that evening when we were there together i was like i just i'm not in the perfect spot yeah but we were committed so we stayed stayed where we were cuz you can't you can't just move you know uh, at that point in time it was too late for that but the, the next evening that i went in there i moved a little further up and it put me in a really good spot had that buck come in but and and the wind was still it was still great uh, i had great wind but they just know something. Yeah. And he probably he probably wasn't smelling me, as in, you know, being there at that time. He probably just had some residual smell of us.
0: In the area. In the area. Yeah. Because um, you
1: saw him come down the drainage. I saw him come down the drainage, um, and he come right to the corner, which was about 80 yards, which is outside of my... Um, Your comfort zone. Well, I, I don't know that I'll, I'll call it comfort zone. I can shoot that far. My moral comfort zone. Yeah. I just don't like taking shots that long. Um, and, but he just, he stuck his nose up in the air, kind of sniffed, looked around. It's like he was like, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he just smelled me because he didn't just take off. And if he'd have smelled me, that's what he'd done. He'd have just turned tail and all that. Yeah. But he just, you know, stuck his old nose up in the air, kind of looked around and thought, nah. Not today, Satan. Not today. (laughs) Not today, Rodney. He hit the bricks. Yeah, he turned around and um, walked right back the way he was coming. But then he turned left and he went up on the hill on the other side. Yeah. Um, Of course, I couldn't see him. And then, patience that I mentioned earlier, you know, I got antsy. And I was like, well, what the heck? You know, and another little buck had come in um, and was down there at the water. And I was watching him. Uh, and I was kind of fidgety because I was mad because that buck left. Well, that buck was still up there. And I there. heard him blow and take off. Uh, and he he knew something was up. It's amazing how they know. But, yeah, I mean, it'll humble you because you, you think you've done everything right. But then they still, they're
0: smarter than you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, and I, that's why I always tell people, man, you come out of the woods with something you're done you're done done good
1: yeah yeah because because it's a tough deal mm -hmm. but and that's what that's all he did is he just backed out and decided you know i'm gonna get a closer or not a closer but a better look and so he kind of went up around the hill and eventually spotted me and then took off but every encounter is a lesson Mm -hmm. and and that's another another skill is is just being able to take those encounters and and learn from them and and better yourself next time yeah you know, we also had a deer ghostess on that hunt.
0: That we know where, well, so yeah, baffles me. It baffles me. But I actually, that last day when we went up and found that park, yeah, that's where he went.
1: Yeah, I just don't know how he got there that fast because he was out in the middle of this opening, a long way from
0: any tree line where we could see him, well, and it was just, I'm the time. I'm. I have always been. I've always been impressed with the amount of ground that those animals can cover Mm -hmm. just walking. Well, that's another thing too. We sat up there on that hill glassing and
1: watched those does go about a mile and a half. And and it had to have been three, four minutes. Mm -hmm. It was just ridiculous how far they, and and they weren't running. They were walking briskly. Sure. Yeah. Um, but Anyway, squirrel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> squirrel. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's a a really like I said, it, that just in that being in that class and recognizing that the knowledge and, and skills that I've gained um over the years hunting really kind of benefit me in other ways was Mm -hmm. just an interesting thought. I thought it was, I thought it was cool to bring up anyways, uh, you know, different discussion. But, uh, what do you want to talk about next? Um, we're going to, we're going to do a multi, multi, uh, topic topic podcast. Podcast.
1: So, well, we got a couple more things to talk about. One of them is kind of just a short one. Um, maybe like a public service announcement to our listeners <laughs> there's um, most of them probably know yeah'm if, if sure they're in I'm New sure that they know, but so one one of the things is a question if they truly know that they can do something about it, yeah, um and they can by going and voting yeah uh, um but we had the the what is commonly known as the red flag law. Past, uh the house this week, and we'll go to the governor's desk, and she will sign it. She will, she which is, is a she huge,
0: was touting that as a yeah major accomplishment.
1: Which is you know we don't like to delve off into politics too much, but it's a huge threat to hunters um, because they can basically take our guns away without due process.
0: I'm not even going to say it's a huge threat to to hunters in particular. It's a it's a it actually has <clears throat> monumentous um, ramifications as far as your the, what are traditionally our constitutional rights. yeah, not, not and I'm not even talking about Second Amendment. I'm not even talking about guns. I'm talking about you, that <clears throat> the assumption that you are innocent until proven guilty. yes, this doesn't end at, end around. Mhm. You are guilty and have to prove your innocence. Correct. That is how that that is so how this red flag To give law you worked. guys some reference, if you haven't read the bill, basically the bill says, without getting into crazy amount of detail, it was Senate Bill Five. If you want to read it, go go and read it Edu, educate yourself. That's what we advocate for. Mm-hmm. Don't take our word for it. Go and educate yourself. But basically, what this bill said <clears throat> is someone can go to a judge and say, um, I believe this person is a danger to themselves or to someone else. Mm -hmm. And the judge can issue an order, a court order, that says police are to go take away that person's firearms. And while it sounds, um, you know, to to the uneducated person, it sounds like, oh yeah, that sounds like a reasonable idea. The court system, the way that the court is set up America. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. The way it's set it up set up is you have the right to face your accusers. You have the right mm-hmm. to, <clears throat> due to Due process. To do process. Before you lose any personal property or or mm-hmm. or be put in jail or whatever it is, yeah, and it's your this, constitutional it's rights. your constitutional rights, and this just kind of flouts those, yeah, because you're not able to do that. They're no, gonna no, take your property no and halt it. No, kinda. In in the
1: typical court system, the way way it goes is is we are innocent until proven guilty, and in this one, they are they are.
0: It's basically saying you're guilty you're not, they until, you, don't until prove, you prove yourself innocent. They don't
1: have to prove your guilt; you have to prove
0: your innocence. Correct, and and that is not the way it works. No, and everybody's going to say, "Well, you know, people take you know the the gun or the cops take away your guns if you know you you're accused of poaching or whatever." True, but they also have a thing called probable cause. Yes, which. You were out, out the field. And you they were there was a, a violation. Yes. A violation. That is a big point. Mm-hmm. Not an accusation. There was a violation mm-hmm. for which the police have probable cause to believe that you were involved or that you did it.
1: hmm
0: Either because they saw you do it or they went and they got a warrant. Correct. To and take they are your gun. collecting Evidence.
1: evidence. And in this case they're not collecting evidence. They're, they're collecting, collecting your, your personal property. Personal property. Yep. They're stealing it. They're taking it from you without just cause because you haven't committed a crime. You haven't done anything. Um I know a lot of times we talk about being proactive instead of reactive, but this is not what we're talking about. No. You know, they they are they are messing with our rights and our freedoms. Um our freedom for, to protect ourselves. Uh, all kinds of different ramifications can come up here, but mostly it's like you said, they're, 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 they're violating numerous constitutional rights here, not just state constitutional rights, but our, our country's constitutional rights. Um, and it's not a good thing. Hopefully it'll get tried in court and hopefully it'll get abolished, but until then be careful out there.
0: Yeah, very much so. All right. Done with the downer. Done with the downer. <laughs> Brought in a little bit of, uh, of negativity there. Um, but this next topic is pretty fun. It is. It, 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 uh, it was an interesting conversation we had, and I'm glad to bring it back. Yes. Oftentimes we will reference conversations that we've had previous, and and this is one that I was – when it started – This conversation between you and I, Mm -hmm. you know, um, most of the time we agree on stuff. Mm -hmm. There's very few occasions where we disagree on things. And when we started this conversation, we were on far opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, And I think it's a really um, great example of how people should have conversations.
1: Yeah, it is um cuz there was never any anger there was never any um, accusations there was never any demonizing um, demonizing and no disrespect um even though we were it's, it's it's pretty much about as much as me and you have ever disagreed
0: I could probably agree with that.
1: Pretty close, um, and basically what we were talking about, and and of course we're coming from two different pr- perspectives. Yes, very because, two very different perspectives. Because you you were law enforcement. Yes, and I never have been. So we're coming. From, you know, you're you're representing the the viewpoint of a law enforcement officer, and and trying to get your job done. Yeah, and I am representing um, just your average citizen. And so two very different perspectives, but we were able to have the conversation and go through the conversation. Very amiably, amiably, without argument, <laughs> <laughs> um, amicably, amicably. There you go. Thank you. Um, I need you to get there sooner or later. The, right. The, uh, what the conversation was was centered around is um, you, you, felony charges for poaching, yeah. uh, and and the only fel- correct me if I'm wrong. You're the law enforcement officer, or were the only felony charge is for, um, waste of game. Waste of game. Yes, and so two years. I ago, don't. So- I don't know these people, but. They're from around. They're from around my area. There were some people that had done this. Um, I don't really know the exact details of the case, but some some people had poached some animals and
0: just took the antlers. Just took
1: the antlers, or you know. So, and so, I'm not even sure if that's exactly the case. I don't know if they just took the antlers and they took the meat. I don't know. So let me. So but, let me. But let what, me what give it boils you some, down let me, to.
0: Let me give you some context so mm-hmm. that so that you we can make some assumptions here. Sure. The law that was passed a couple of years ago, the felony, felony law that was passed stated that it was the felony waste of game stated that if someone was to kill an animal and take just the head uh-huh. and leave, you know, all four quarters and the back straps and, uh, the, you know, the edible meat. Then that that was what was deemed a felony. If they were to Correct. take the head and a couple of quarters, or then then you were kind of there on the border, and the you know you always err on the side of caution in that case. But if they left all four quarters, if they left everything to waste and just took the head, that was your felony, sure. fourth degree felony, mind you. That's the lowest felony there is, but still a
1: felony. Still that a felony that would
0: Cause you to lose that would still your cause you rights. to lose your gun rights. Yeah. Um, and that's where, so being, having said that, let me, yeah. let me finish my thought. The assumptions made are made that th- those elements were met Yes, because they were charged yeah. with that. Yeah. The assumptions were made that those elements were met and
1: that these people were going to lose their gun rights. If they now, got convicted. Yeah. If, if convicted. Now my stance was, um, and, and of course we're not going to rehash this argument because it's not really about the argument it, itself it's about but i think it's important to tell where we were at
0: when we started the argument
1: but it's about people being able to be on different sides of an argument and respectfully come to a conclusion without ruining the lives of millions of people (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah so my point is that i just i have a hard time thinking and of course the other thing, thing is you have to articulate your point of view. Yes. Because if you don't fully articulate your point of view, then that's kind of where – because I don't think that really either one of us changed our stance. I know I didn't. My stance has not been changed at all. My position remains. No. Um, my question was maybe we didn't – maybe neither one of us, but that's what happens on just a few comments. You know, you have to actually have a conversation, yeah, before you can understand the other person's point of view, right? Because at the beginning, we were pretty far apart. At the end, we were pretty close, but I don't think that really either one of us changed our point of view. I think we were just better able
0: to articulate our point of view, correct, by the end of the discussion. Yeah, yeah. and right. some possible solutions to it. Sure, sure. That would that would satisfy both points of view. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And
1: so my stance on it is I hate to see anybody, anybody, um, lose their Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms, which I believe allows you to do many things. Uh, Most important of them is protect you, your family, and your property. Yeah. And... I hate to see that happen, over an animal. Do I think that they should still be punished and punished severely? Absolutely. I just hate to see somebody lose their gun rights over something like that, especially if it happens to be at a young age. Yeah. Um, caveat, first time offense. Because if it's a multiple time offense, I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know, once once you've been warned once, once you've gotten in trouble, and they said, hey. You know, we're going to take away your hunting rights for this amount of time and we're going to fine you this much and you're going to do this much community service, blah, 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 whatever the punishment is, you know, then we're going to let you go. But if you do this again, you know, at that point, take their guns. Yeah, I don't care, you know, because they've been told, they've been warned, you know, Um, and your stance and I think. It, you should explain your stance a little bit better. So, but.
0: so, my stance was that, coming from the law enforcement perspective, is there there needs to be the percept the perception is because and again this with this could get into. Any number of conversations about um, court system reform and blah blah blah. You know, justice reform or whatever it is. I don't want to get into that, but for the for the basis of our argument, there is the theory that there needs to be a punishment. That would deter Mm -hmm. the violation. Yeah. And therein you get the felony. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That was where I was coming from. Yeah. Was oftentimes with wildlife-related crime, the punishment does not even touch what It should be correct. Um, Meaning, the the they get a slap on the wrist and they go back and they do it again. Correct. And so there's no fear of repercussions, and Mm -hmm. so they continue to violate because it's no big deal. Correct. And so that's that's where you come with okay, you do this and you have the possibility of losing these rights. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I get that. I get that. to me, to me, from my side, what I see is a disconnect between the law enforcement, the prosecutors and the and and, and the judges mm-hmm. um, because the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing in that regard, and I, I like I said, I'm looking at protecting your second amendment rights, yeah, and of course, I said you know there's a lot of caveats you know like i said i'm talking first time offenders so no record no history of violence none of that stuff i mean if you if you're out there and and you've got a guy that poaches an animal and and he takes it and he's got you know a history of violent behavior and stuff like that then then it changes things yeah you know but that's where you know justice is supposed to be blind but it can't necessarily always be blind well and so here's um,
0: here's where the here's where the us coming together started to to happen mm-hmm. was in in the articulation of our points of view mm-hmm. the reason for the the points of view that we had and then more so the discussion about possible solutions rather w- whether real or you know real or this sh- could happen should happen whatever it mm-hmm. is you know, your your discussion at at the very far at the very first your your stance did not involve the caveat. No, first offense. Mm-mm. Once we started discussing it, that happened, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm good with that. On my side, my discussion started with, okay, I think, um, I think we need to have a law that sufficiently deters the violation. Yep. And you deal with the felony part of it on the back end. And by that I mean we have first, second, third, fourth degree felonies. Mm Mm-hmm. But doesn't matter which one it is, felon's a felon's a felon whenever it comes to taking away your gun. Mm Mm-hmm. Why is that? If we've got first, second, third, fourth delineations or classifications of felonies for the crimes committed, mm-hmm. why would those not carry? Well, and that's you know a that's, comparable. That's where you
1: know, you know that's where misdemeanors come in. You know, misdemeanors are below felonies, and felonies are that way. But I think I think more on it is. Well, well, I, I, well, I, I thought that, that, I thought a lot about it as the day went by, and 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 you're right. There, there's a lot of solutions, but they're hard solutions, they right? Are. Because every one of them is a hard. Because solution. when you look at something like that, you've you've got you've got the potential yes. of of that first time offender still becoming a felon and losing his gun rights.
0: Yeah,
1: all to catch the bad guys. And what I don't want a law to do is turn a good person into a criminal. And because and and that happens a lot, we we've got a lot of laws. This this red flag law that we just talked about, yeah. it's going to turn a lot of good people into criminals, right? Because they wouldn't have broken the law, and just like so, another part of that law that we didn't talk about. So they, they, your neighbor gets pissed off at you, and and says you're crazy, and tells the police that, and they get a warrant, and they come and take your guns. You've done nothing. You've broken no crime, right? Broken, yeah, yeah, you've broken no law, but if you don't cooperate with them 100%, now you've broken the law, and they can charge you with separate crimes. Yeah, yeah, and so they've they've turned an innocent person into a criminal, and I fear all laws, all of them, into doing that. Um, and so that's where I get nervous is is them taking. And I, I understand it. You know, you've, you've got to have laws and stuff like that. But it, so, it scares so, me. So,
0: and now now this is the fun part of the counter from my side is, is you say, I fear, you know, making, you know, good people into criminals to catch the bad guys. But you have the other side of it where the bad guys who need to go to jail are not going to jail. You got guys with 13, 14, 15 DWI's. Yeah, but and see, so that's a separate it, issue. It's not a total separate issue because that's, What I was talking about on the back end is not yeah. being upheld. Well, that's
1: that's what I'm saying, the left hand not knowing what the right hand's doing. Yeah. Well, that's that's not the law's problem. That is prosecutors and the court's problem mm-hmm. not doing their job. But what
0: I'm saying is, you know, you wouldn't need the stringent laws, if the back end was doing its job, which is
1: exactly what I'm saying. Exactly, you don't need it to be a felony if you go ahead and hammer on that first time, and then the second time it can be a felony.
0: I know, and that's and and this yeah. is a like a, like we were talking about, yeah. this is the exact conversation where if you talk about it long enough, you find that you're pretty much in the same place, yeah. yeah. Um, it's but but everything's a hard solution, and, and and again, this is just a conversation because the reality of it is much more complex and oh, much yeah. more difficult than the solutions, the simple solutions that we came up with. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and again, like I said before, it's not the conversation is not necessarily about whether this is a good law, a bad law, or it's being handled correctly or 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 not. It's about it's about how to have a conversation with people without getting pissed off and mad because they don't agree with your point of view, yeah, and dismissing them as an idiot, which we all do yes um particularly when it comes to religion and politics Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but well, we've got to be able to sit down and and as hunters one of the one of my big fears is losing our rights to hunt. You know, all kinds of different laws are being passed and made um, to take away our rights as hunters, you know, from from banning coyote
0: calling taunt So, tests. so I'm going to so I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you because I want to yeah. make sure we're using the right terminology here. Mm-hmm. Take away our privilege to hunt. Yeah, um, yeah, it's
1: not a constitutional, it's not right, a constitutional in, right in New Mexico. In some states it is, though. Yeah. Um, but regardless of privilege or right... They're passing laws that take take it away. Yeah, um, be it right or privilege. They're passing laws to take it away, um, and they're chipping at it, just death by a thousand cuts. You know, they're they're. Uh, um, we're going to do a podcast here in a little bit about the proclamation. You know, heads up, that's what's coming. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's funny part is I'm probably going to release the proclamation one first. <laughs> so last week you listened to a. Uh, we like to keep you on your toes. Right? Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I, I plan on bringing up is they they moved the trapping section out of the big game proclamation. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Because they're separating trapping and hunting. And it's going to take it out of the general hunting population's eye and make it more vulnerable. Yeah. Um, to attack. And it's already under attack. Yeah. And I don't know if they're if that's preemptive or what. I don't know the minds of the department, but... But I don't like that because it takes it out of the eye of the general hunting population.
0: Yeah, I don't think you, know? you wanted me to get into that. So,
1: cause, uh, well, yeah. we're going to hear in a little bit. But but um, we need to be able to sit down and have these conversations with people who who may not be pro-hunter. So or, there's a phrase, there's a phrase but, that
0: keeps resounding in my mind, and it's something that my mom has always kind of said a lot in jest but there's a lot of truth to it mm-hmm. and that's you know we have a lot of different religions in my family mm-hmm. and so family get togethers it's always been kind of the unspoken thing that we don't talk about politics we don't talk about religion mm-hmm. having said that um, you've got to have those conversations you have to have those
1: conversations you have to you have to be able to have them you
0: have to be able to have those conversations say if you, it for if me. you look amicably amicably <laughs> Um, if you look back a hundred years ago, fifty years ago, mm-hmm, we did have those conversations. There was lively debate around the dinner table about those specific topics all the time without hate, without and fear hate and anger, and without um judgment mm-hmm i uh, I mean I'm not gonna say there wasn't judgment, but f- for the most part it was it was regarded as. Commonplace mm-hmm. for you to live, you know, in a lively manner debate about certain things. Well, debate used to be a subject in school. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: some people are good at it and some people aren't, and that's why it's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you need to be able to have these conversations and you need to be able to have them in a the right way. Yeah. You need to be able to have a conversation without pissing the other person off. Respectfully listening while respectfully standing up for what you believe
0: in, and presenting facts, not feelings. Well, see now here's, here's 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 another another thought to to dwell on with this when you talk about not pissing the other person off. Everybody, the the word of the day is offended. Mm-hmm. Everybody's offended by this, offended by that. You know what happens when you get offended? Nothing. Nothing. The world yeah. goes on. Yeah. And, and I'm not a, talking being, about being not offend, offending somebody. Well, I know that. But I, but that's what happens when you're yeah. saying not pissing the other person off. That person's emotions are mm-hmm. controlled by that person. Yeah. And so if Rodney pisses me off, that's because I let him dictate Yeah, how I feel about something. So,
1: so let me clarify that. what I What I mean when I say not pissing him off is by... Not just call them a dumbass. Being respectful. Being respectful. Correct. You know, you can, you can do that. You can have You a, can have your... Like I said, stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. I'm not saying don't say what you believe in because you don't want to hurt their feelings because I don't care about that. You know I don't care about that. So make sure um, that you respectfully but, call yeah, them a dumbass. Exactly. <laughs> No, but
0: with all due respect, all due You're a yeah. dumbass. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, let's not even dive yeah. in on that. You know, but, but it's it's having respect for the other person, whether you agree with them or not. Yeah. Um, you, I, I can't dictate what you think. No, no matter how hard I argue, I know I am never going to win you to my side of that argument that we just had, mm-hmm. or that that conversation that we just had. All I can hope to do is convey my point of view in the most clear and um, convincing language that I can come up with and hope that you meet me halfway in the conversation. Well, and you don't even have to
1: hope that they meet you halfway. You can hope that they just come right over to your side. But the most important thing is you have to have an open mind. The reason that we had that conversation the way that we had it because we both have respect for each other. Yeah. And when you would say something that wasn't exactly aligned with my feelings on it, I would stop and say, okay, well, let me think about that because I know I respect you. I trust your opinions. And so I would stop and think, all right, let me think about that because he may know something I don't. And I would think about it and then I would say why I do or don't believe in that. Yeah. And then you, hopefully, would think, same thing. All right, I respect this guy. I know he's got some valid down points. Mm-hmm. Let me think about why he thinks that way. And that's what a conversation is. And yeah. that's what I mean by not pissing each other off. It's just you're having a conversation, and the intent is not to make them mad, which a lot of, a lot of these conversations are that way, um, because a lot of them have phrases such as, well, it's America and I can do what I want. Yeah. And you're right. But just because you can do something doesn't always mean you should. Yeah. Um, we have to have these conversations in a manner that we can speak our voice without without just causing anger.
0: Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> you, talk, you talk about um, kind of going against what we preach. There, there's a difference between having these conversations when they're worth having. Mm-hmm. And having these conversations just to argue. Yeah. Um, If I got somebody who is hardcore um, anti-hunting, I don't necessarily think I'm not going to have the conversation, but I'm going to start to think real hard, is this worth my breath? Correct. Where is my time better spent? It would be better spent talking to somebody who says, oh, I don't really th- believe in hunting um, because of this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and their information is completely wrong. Now I have a chance to have that conversation and interject the correct information and possibly affect the outcome. I'll, I'll one-up on you.
1: That conversation is still worth having if there's other people listening. Correct. Because – if you still are the person being calm, collected, presenting facts and reason, then you can win other people to your argument simply by your actions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. I'm just talking about if, if you're walking down the street and... Sure. You know. Sure. Somebody comes and harangues you because you're wearing leather boots or whatever the, whatever the, whatever it is. That's a... Poor example, but yeah, no, you know I, I get, about. I get
1: what you're saying. You know, I just, I just, I, I want to, you know, we have these conversations. At the very I, least, I see so many of these conversations, and I refrain so much from commenting, like on Facebook or Instagram, because you can't, can like, like you said, you can't have a conversation there. Yeah, you can't convey meaning. and, yeah. and context, I, and
0: I, and I will wholeheartedly. Uh, agree with that that the Facebook is not the place to have these conversations no, they're
1: just they're just they're just shots yeah and and you can't
0: you can't read emotion like that and, and somebody's gonna somebody somebody's gonna read. write something and say ah I really got them and then walk away
1: yeah and well and they may you may not even be doing that you may just be very calmly uh, stating a fact and the other person probably thinks that you're throwing tomatoes at them Yeah, when that's not what's happening. Because yeah. that's the nature of Facebook, and it's a horrible, horrible venue for conversations. Right. It's a place to put pictures and laugh at stuff. Yeah, It's not a place to have political, meaningful
0: um, discussions. Right. It's just not the place for it. No. Um, <clears throat> really, where the, where these conversations sh- should be happening most are around the dinner table mm-hmm. with family and friends. Mm-hmm. Because that's where they're gonna be the most beneficial. Yep. Uh whether or not that person ends up agreeing with you, that conversation still needs to be had. Yes. That conversation um and that 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 flow of information, that exchange of ideas is it it, it betters everybody. Yeah as long as you're respectful and, and you're coming at it from um, a viewpoint that you can have that conversation in a rational manner. Yeah.
1: We talked about skills at, at the beginning of this podcast. One of the greatest skills is is allowing yourself to be educated. None of my views are the same as they were when I was 10, oh, 12, yeah. 20, 30. Um, we continue to grow, and we grow through those conversations. Yeah, those conversations are where we learn. Reading, um, uh, you've you've got a, a guy on on Instagram that you are a huge fan of, um, and he is absolutely opposed to reading. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Who? Uh, I, I don't want to mention him on the podcast, okay? But um, I was baffled. He gets his education from reading comments on Facebook and Instagram. That's not an education. No. Um, conversations, an actual conversation, uh, a book, that's education. I
0: think I know here you're talking about. Yeah. and <clears throat> Without, without throwing stones, um, there, there's some thoughts that come to mind about what he's specifically talking about there. Sure. But a very damaging <clears throat> comment. Yeah. A very damaging comment. Taken in the wrong context. Yeah. There should be context with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think you should be well educated, be well read. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's probably talking specifically about social media marketing in those comments, but Could be. who knows? Regardless of the fact, I, I agree with you that you need to be well read. Yeah, um, you need to educate yourself mm-hmm. on a wide variety of topics. Doesn't mean you got to be an expert; just means you got to have, you, you know. Have good facts whenever you make a good argument. Yeah. To make a good argument. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that, that's about it. It's all we got on the list, man. <laughs> <laughs> we never have a list. We, we have like a few topics like here and there that we, uh, let's well, talk about that, we maybe. We a list of the things we were going to talk about. Well, no. I mean... Just topics, like I said, yeah. we kind of kind of have some few topics here and there, and then we go from there. Yep. So, um, but all good content. Um, hopefully, you guys out there are enjoying the content. Yes. If you leave are, us a, let us know. Leave us a message. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know if there's stuff that you guys want to want to hear about. Yes. Or want to you know want to talk about. We yep. we would love to have a Q and A session. Right, we have not yet successfully accomplished that hurdle of no. getting enough people with questions to do that. So, yeah,
1: yes, so send us your questions, your comments, yep, opinions if you want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's have a good rational conversation. All right, thanks for joining, guys. Adios, adios. Thanks for joining Nada Grande Outdoors Podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Don't forget about our website ww.notagrany com Adios, Adios.